Welcome back to Teachable Moments with April Podcast. I am your host, April. Today on Embrace Your Inner Nerd, we're going to look at vitamin D toxicity in dogs. Um, the information uh, for this particular episode is from the, actually from the FDA. Vitamin D is an essential nutrient that helps dogs regulate the balance and retention of calcium and phosphorus. However, extremely high levels of vitamin D can cause serious health problems. Vitamin D is a fat-soluble vitamin, so unlike water-soluble vitamins, when a dog or other animal gets too much, the excess is not rapidly excreted in his or her urine. Instead, it's stored in fat tissue and the liver. Excess vitamin D can lead to kidney failure and, and even death. Okay, so now we're going to look at the causes. Dogs that eat pet food containing too much vitamin D can develop vitamin D toxicity. It can also occur if a dog accidentally gets into vitamin D supplements that a person in the household is taking. Another common way that dogs get vitamin D toxicity is after accidentally eating certain chemicals meant to kill rodents like rats and mice. Okay, um, yeah. Now we're going to look at signs of illness. Dogs with excess vitamin D may vomit, have little appetite, drink and urinate more, drool excessively, and or lose weight. Depending on the concentration of the vitamin D in the food, diet-related toxicity uh, tends to develop more gradually over time. Causes of vitamin D, um, uh, rodent inside, or supplement poison are rapid onset, showing signs of illness in a matter of hours or days. If you suspect your dog is showing signs of vitamin D toxicity, take him or her to a veterinarian immediately. at diagnosis. Only a veterinarian can diagnose vitamin D toxicity. He or she will evaluate your dog's signs, ask about what food the dog is eating and what the dog might have gotten into, and might take a blood sample to measure levels of calcium, phosphorus, and vitamin D or obtain urine to access their kidney function. Depending on the results of a veterinarian's examination, he or she will determine the best course of action. Now we're gonna turn our attention to treatment. Treatment will depend on a veterinarian's assessment of each case, but the aim will be to remove um, the source of vitamin D to prevent additional exposure. Uh, For example, stop the feeding of recalled dog food and to flush the body of the excess vitamin D. In less acute cases of vitamin D toxicity uh, that are caught early, the veterinarian may determine that a change of diet may help resolve the issue within weeks to months, or he or she may choose to prescribe medication. A veterinarian may also continue to monitor blood calcium and phosphorus levels until they return to a healthy baseline. Now we're going to look at a section that specifically says for dog owners. 
If your dog is showing signs of vitamin D toxicity such as vomiting, loss of appetite, increased thirst, and urination, excess drooling, and or weight loss, contact a veterinarian immediately. Provide a full diet history to your veterinarian, including what food you or the other household members give him and also other food or items he might have gotten into. They said that already, didn't they? You may find it helpful to take a picture of the food, the pet food label, including the lot number. Okay, now we're getting into it. If your veterinarian suspects the food is the source of excess vitamin D, Having the lot code helps the FDA uh, identify exactly what the contamination occurred when, sorry, exactly when the contamination occurred and what other products might also be affected. And then they said for tips about locating and saving pet food lot code information, they give like a link so that you can go to, okay? This can help prevent other dogs from getting sick. Don't feed the products to your pets or any other animals. They go on to say that you can um, you can um, contact the FDA electronically and they give a link through their portal, safety reporting portal, or by calling your state's FDA consumer complaint um, coordinators. It goes on to say it's most helpful if you work with your veterinarian to submit a dog's medical records as part of the, of the report. For an example of the information and level of detail that would be helpful to include in a complaint to the FDA, they give another link so that um, you can see like an example of what that is. Okay, how to report a pet food complaint, like a template or an example. It's also helpful if you save the food in its original package in case it's needed for testing. If testing is not needed, contact the company listing on the package for further instructions or throw the products away in a way that children, pets, and other wildlife cannot access them. Makes sense. So now we have a section just for veterinarians. Look at that. The FDA encourages veterinarians treating vitamin D toxicity related to diet to ask clients for a detailed diet history. We also uh, remind clinicians that vitamin D toxicity may prevent, uh, I'm sorry, may present Oh, hyperclassemia. Okay. Oh, oh, and renal failure. If you suspect that the pet food is the source of the excess vitamin D, we welcome case um, reports, especially those confirmed through diagnostics. We ask that you uh, not tell the pet owner to discard the leftover food, but instead to retain it in a safe place and not feed it to their pet or any other animal. Okay. Then it goes on to say, for submissions through the safety reporting portal, we're still talking about the veterinarians, when asked, who are you, please select a private citizen business submitting a voluntary report on the section screen, on the selection screen, in order to guide you through a veterinarian submission. Um, for an explanation of the information and level of detail that would be helpful to include in a complaint to the FDA, they also have the same link. Of, of the template of how to report a pet food complaint. Now, in this last portion of this, it says dog food products recalled for excess vitamin D. They said in December 2018, the FDA, and they give like this long link, uh, the, uh, notified the public about reports of vitamin uh, D toxicity in dogs that ate dry dog food made by a common contract manufacturer and marketed 
under several different brand names. Then at the end of January 2019, the FDA became aware of a report of vitamin D toxicity in a dog that ate a canned Hills dog food. And then they said Hills Pet Nutrition put out a press release. Oh, um, that had to deal. Oh, about the recall on March 20th, 2019. Hills uh, expanded uh, the recall to include additional lots of canned dog food. Then on May 17th, 2019, the firm explained the recall to include one additional product lot code for a canned dog food that was recalled. It feels like you're just repeating recall, recall, recall. Okay. This recall did not affect cat food, dry food, kibble, or treats. After conducting an investigation into these incidents, the FDA issued warning letters to both Sunshine Mills Incorporated. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, Then they go on to say that in February of this year, uh, Nestle Purina Pet Care Company recalled. Oh, we called select lots of Purina Pro Plan Veterinary uh, Diets EL Elemental. This is a long, <laughs> this is a long thing, label here. Purina Pro Plan Veterinary Diets EL Elemental. And then they give like PPVD EL prescription, wow, dry dog food. After the uh, company received two confirmed cases of a dog exhibiting signs of vitamin D toxicity after consuming the diet, once taken off the diet, both of these dogs recovered. Thank God. That is a long name. Purina Pro Plan Veterinary Diets EL Elemental. Wow. Prescription. Dry food. Dog food. Dry dog food. And added an extra dog in there. So hopefully you guys, you have dogs that this hasn't happened to you. And if you did, uh, this did happen to you, that your dogs recovered. Um, and to just keep your eyes open for the future um, for these particular um, things that um, show signs of vitamin D toxicity. I really don't wish that on anyone, um, any dog, any animal, any person, because... In, so, in an upcoming particular one I, uh, episode, I'm going to talk about something that came to my attention that Miss Mary told me about, um, which is vitamin D toxicity in humans, which from an excess, I can just say right now, if you don't already know, you guys might already know, during the COVID-19 pandemic and before, I think before that happened, but especially during a lot of physicians were telling and after right after telling people that um, they had vitamin D deficiencies and they needed to take a supplement of vitamin D3. But then it came to find out is that people were actually sadly uh, becoming sick and um, I don't want to say it, but some people passed away because they, they poisoned themselves. Okay, now a lot of people said that they took too much of it. It depended on the dosage. It was self. Some people took it when their doctor told them, and it, it, they were not precise in, um, they just self-took it. They just took it. They just took it like it was candy. And sadly, some people did, un- had, an un- had a fatal event, as they say, a.k.a. Sadly, they died, okay, in, a, in an effort. Because I, 
I think what it was was that a lot of times when we were in lockdown, you weren't really going outside, obviously, like, like you were before, and that the physician saw that people had like a deficiency of sorts. Now, when you naturally, um, as we talked about before, um, in a previous uh, episode, we talked about how you can get vitamin D, how do you, you know, the body um, gets it from sunshine, sunlight, sunlight, sunshine, that's number one source of vitamin D3 and then you get it in certain foods you cannot get vitamin D toxicity from that but the supplements the supplements um, is where people actually experience this toxicity and it's turned out to be pretty serious now Miss Mary um, has uh, been prescribed that and she's still been prescribed that but she started to have some unusual side effects from it um, like uh, skin irritation um, hives uh, rash and um, I told her I advised her I mean it's up to her of course to discontinue to discontinue taking it um, because it was manifesting in a certain way uh, itchy hives so forth when I looked up for humans um, that's what was one of the main ones of the side effects to it. So um, I told her to be safe, better safe than sorry, than to just for all time to stop taking it. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thanks for listening to Teachable Moments with April. If you did enjoy this episode, I invite you to come right back to check out my podcast and my other episodes. Don't forget to listen, add us to your favorites, and support by clicking on the link in the description. As always, be blessed and be well. Until next time.